0: Big, big learning from this, Keith, was because it eliminates audience overlap. Our cost per acquisition is one third of what our cost per acquisition were in other campaigns.
1: You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello, and welcome to episode 137 of Perpetual Traffic. Today, Ralph Burns and myself are coming at you live from our in-home studios. Facebook's got some new features coming out to actually make the game simpler that uh, we're really excited about that Ralph's been testing behind Mm. the scenes, so we're going to get into that. And also, uh, if you're listening right now, right as this episode came out in the last few days, that means it's just a few days from Traffic and Conversion Conference.
0: Next week, peeps. Yeah. If you don't have your tickets, go to trafficandconversionsummit.com and pick them up. Otherwise, you're missing out on, what, the best marketing conference in the world, you would have to say?
1: Yeah, I mean, the best digital marketing conference, absolutely. Just last year, dude. Remember last year was the biggest they've ever had. They had like a thousand more people than the year before. Every single person that we talked to was blown away by how good it was.
0: Yeah, digital marketer and Ryan and the, the management team over there, I think, have done a really good job of putting the content front and center. The content is the star of the show. And I mean, these are some of the best marketers you know i mean digital or otherwise in the world that show up for this and talk and it's the place to be for cutting edge stuff as well as getting back to basics on how to grow your business you know online everything that's
1: happened over the last you know seven eight years in this business every single explosive growth moment, life-changing, game-changing moment. I swear to God, came from a relationship that I had originally started that relationship at some kind of live event or mastermind in person. Every single time. It's crazy. So this is why we got a booth pretty much right next to Digital Marketers booth that has the bar and everything. So we're, we're kind of stoked about it yeah. um, just to hang out and meet people.
0: So I have a big announcement. Can I make my big announcement? From Molly, myself and Keith don't work for Digital Marketer, and I think we've said that before in a couple of other podcasts, but Keith runs Dominate Web Media. I run a separate company, which is the agency, but you know, we're obviously partners on that, and then Molly actually runs her own business at mollypitman.com. So, we have been wanting to rebrand the agency, like with a cool name for quite some time now, and we have launched officially our own website at tier11. Com. So the agency name is Tier 11, and if you go to Tier 11, you have to spell out 11, E-L-E-V-E-N.com. Go there, and you can actually check out the new digs. And uh, if you want to work with us, click the big pink button right at the top or on the Contact Us page, and Adam Killam, the big friendly Canadian, will uh, get on a call with you and see if you're you know, a right fit for the agency. Uh, obviously, e-commerce companies for us. There's a big focus this year. You know, eight-figure, seven-figure e-commerce folks, but also people that are, you know, spending five figures, fifty thousand dollars plus on Facebook right now, and just really want to get to the next level. Those are really our two big specialties at this point because we've had so much success by uh, you know bringing a lot of things that we talk about here on the podcast each week into fruition and running ad campaigns for customers which is the thing that we're hugely passionate about. So yeah, tier11.com has been launched. Check it out and look forward to uh, seeing all you guys at Traffic and Conversion Summit next week on the 26th. All right, love it. Well, let's get into this split testing stuff.
1: Facebook's got some new stuff and we're gonna break it down for you. So uh, Facebook's been doing split testing for a while, but they just rolled out Dynamic Creatives. And Ralph, I'm going to have you explain the difference. You might have some questions. Hopefully we can answer those for you as well. I'll kind of jump in with a few questions to help clear up any confusion, you know, because split testing, you sometimes see that as soon as you actually go to create an ad at the campaign level, but it's actually split testing ad sets. And then dynamic creative is at the ad level. And I like, whoa, what are you talking about? Slow down, Keith.
0: Yeah. So there's basically, there's two ways to test right now that we see. There's a couple of others that are in beta, but these are being rolled out to selected ad accounts. They're probably not 100% rolled out by the time this episode airs, but trust me, Facebook is trying to get this stuff out as quickly as possible. As an agency, you know we tend to have a fair amount of ad spend on a monthly basis. We've got a really good relationship with Facebook. So we've actually seen these tools in advance of them coming out um, we actually tested one in beta a while back, but now they're being rolled out to everyone. And it's really, really cool because, Keith, this might be the death of the Michigan method.
1: Oh, I was just going to ask that. What's yeah. up with the Michigan method?
0: Back on episode 71, we went through the Michigan method, which is a strategy for scaling ads and uh, testing, methodical testing, which is a manual way of doing it. And it still works, still works really well. But the biggest issue that we have is now Facebook is becoming more and more selective with which ad they show to your target audience. And Facebook has become far more diligent and restrictive in having two ads from the same ad account compete against each other, which which we would call deduping. And deduping is something that's a big issue with Facebook right now because in essence, Facebook will take, let's say you've got an audience, which is the Ryan Dice you know, uh, target audience, and you have maybe four or five different ads or ad sets targeting the Ryan Dice interest. Well, Facebook will eventually figure out which ad or which ad set works best from maybe a conversion standpoint or whatever your objective is, but then they'll pick one out of those five. So because what's happening is with all those ad sets, they're overlapping each other. So Facebook doesn't want you to be shown multiple times in the newsfeed, in the auction itself. So they pick one. And so that's an issue that we've had to deal with when testing with the Michigan Method because you initially get good read on your tests, but then eventually Facebook sort of figures out after like two or three weeks, all right, I'm just going to pick this one ad to this one interest grouping, and then the others don't get any impressions. So it's a, it's a more challenging way to scale. There are exceptions. We do still have Michigan Method campaigns that are running to this day. But in most cases, Facebook does try to pick one ad, you know, one creative to show to that audience. So these new testing methodologies now eliminate that, which is a big, big deal. So there's basically, there's two things that we'll talk about here on today's episode. First is split testing which you'll actually see when you create your campaign at the campaign level, ask you whether or not you want to create a split test. And then the other one is dynamic creative. So dynamic creative happens at the ad set and ad level. So up until literally what, like today (laughs) we had a very clear understanding of like when you use each of these because split testing we feel is best on an ad set level. If you want to test something like delivery optimization or audience or placement, split testing is the testing methodology to use. But this morning, Keith, they now added in... Right before we were going to hit record. Right before we were about to hit record. Right. We saw that there's now a creative dropdown. So What we were going to say about this is that split testing and dynamic creatives are two separate things, but now you can actually split test ads in both methodologies. What this means to you is if you have them in your ad account, just start using them. We'll give you some guidelines here as to how to use them, what we found out, sort of some of the pitfalls of it, but also some some really great takeaways that lead to being able to scale campaigns far better and far easier and being Facebook friendly while doing it at the same time.
1: I got a couple questions for you because people might be thinking, well, wait a second here. We've always been able to put multiple ads inside of an ad set and we've always been able to have multiple ad sets to split test. So what do you mean?
0: Yeah. So you look at the, the hierarchy of an ad account. It starts with campaign, okay, where you pick your objective. So let's say it's website conversions or conversions. So you're trying to get like, you know, leads for your lead magnet, whatever it happens to be. So then the secondary level below that is your ad set. So at the ad set level, you can pick audience, you can pick your placement, you can pick, you know, your age demographics, you can pick your optimization, all these great things that you can use to optimize your ads. But then below that, you've got your ads. So in each ad set, you could put multiple ads in each one of those ad sets. And in theory, I'm doing air quotes, split right. test your ad at an you know ad or ad set level. But as we know, unless you have a significant amount of budget, and this is typically in the hundreds of dollars, does this really sort of kick in? Does Facebook really give each one of those, let's say you're testing three ads, like if you have a large enough budget at the ad set level, you will get impressions for all three of your ads. But in most cases, Facebook will pick one and it might not necessarily be the best ad. They pick it pretty quickly. Yeah, and they pick it quick and it's sort of frustrating.
1: And this has been an ongoing frustration since the very beginning. This has been really, in case some people are a little bit new to this, this right now, what Ralph just said in the last 15 seconds has been the number one frustration for people that like to run scientific campaigns since the very beginning of Facebook. And you know how I met Dennis Yu? She's Louise. I literally met Dennis Yu by messaging him on Facebook about seven or eight years ago, because I saw some videos of him. There was no courses even on Facebook back then. And I was like, hey, I'm using Ad Espresso, and I've got 48 ads. I maybe had 24. I think I had 48. I had 48 different variations in the ad set. You know, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why not? Sure. And And then he's like, no, no, no. The problem is, is Facebook won't distribute your impressions. They like to automatically optimize it on their own and they'll pick like the best one or two and most of them will not get impressions. So you need to limit it to three or four. And That's why we've always kind of recommended limiting it to three or four ads in an ad set. You know, up until the last couple of years, we started suggesting, hey, if you want full control, then you need to split up your creatives in each ad set. So you have one creative per ad set, then you'll have full control. But as Ralph is explaining now, if you have a few ads, I still would not recommend doing very many at the ad set level. Facebook will kind of do the same thing, but they're going to start, if you have a little bit higher budget, they'll start to distribute those impressions. They might not do it evenly, but I think they're working towards that with it, with the new stuff
0: coming out too. I think they are. I mean, you know, if you get up until the thousand dollars per ad set, budget and you have three creatives you let's like, say you have three ads when i say creative i mean an ad some people refer to it as you know the image or the video but let's just say it's the right. ad you have three different ads you know maybe they have all the same image and they have three different ad copies or whatever it happens to be at $1000 a day facebook will give impressions to each one of those ads in that ad set but at $10 a day they're going to pick one right out of the gate And this has been the frustration of a lot of marketers. Like, how do I know which combination of video and text and headline and, you know, call to action button is the one that really works? Well, with these two methodologies, you're now going to be able to get a better sense of that, but it's going to eliminate a lot of the frustration that a lot of marketers have had with the Facebook ad platform, you know, for a long time, especially people like me and you, Keith, which I believe you started and, you know, Google pay-per-click, they do it. They do split testing sort of automatically, you know, with ads. But, you know, I haven't been there in quite some time, but coming over from there.
1: People that came from Google yeah. are the most frustrated people because they'll, they'll do it automatically for you. But whether you do it automatically or not, they're still going to let you break it down and be in control of those impressions, you yeah. know, per creative, you know, whether you're testing a different image or testing a different ad copy. And that's where the frustration. Facebook's like, Google, you know, our ways, they're probably thinking, our way's better, you know. Right. I wish you guys wouldn't have started that way. And Google's probably thinking... The opposite.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I remember that was the first frustration that I really did have as a pay-per-click guy is, is that exactly. And now that was eight years ago, seven years ago, you know, starting on the Facebook platform was 2011, 2012. Like now they're finally figuring this out. I mean, it's been frustrating to say the least. Well, I actually already had a book out in 2011,
1: my first book. On Facebook, the complete guide, 120 pages. Uh, That's right.
0: Go through the relics. But it
1: was like 2009 or 10 when I first started. But really, that was before they had newsfeed ads or anything. But back then, Ralph, though, was when they only had ads.
0: Yeah, it was campaigns and ads. No ad sets at all. So the two different things that we tested here, one is split tests. The other is dynamic creative. So let me first talk about split tests and let me explain to you some of the results that we got here. So the pitfall to split test is this, is that you can find it at its essence, it really is like a laboratory. I mean, you're going to be testing something for a finite period of time with a finite end date. So a split test will last between three to 14 days. So if you're looking to do this and then say, hey, I want these ads to run and pick the best one and I'll just continue to run the winner, you can't actually do that because the test actually stops. Like the maximum time that you can allow it is 14 days. So that's a little bit annoying, but it will actually give you very good results. So what we did in our split test here And we actually talked about this in an earlier episode when it was in beta, is we sort of forced the algorithm to choose one of the ad sets that we wanted to test. So what we did is we created a number of different campaigns. So we created nine campaigns, and in each campaign, we created five variations of this split test. So for us, what we did is we created five different ad sets all to the same audience, okay? But then in each ad set is a different ad with a different variation. So we were, in essence, testing an ad using split testing, which wasn't really the way this was originally intended. But now that Facebook has added in this option to be able to test creative you can do it far easier than our test. So the bottom line was this, is that we created a lot of different variations. In fact, it was 45 different variations of an ad to three different offers. And because each one of the ad sets had a different variation of the ad, we figured out exactly which creative and ad copy combination worked best. So you can do this a number of different ways, but. Once you get in, you'll actually, you'll see when you create your split test, it'll instantly ask you what variable you want to test. So you can now select creative, which is sort of what we did in this test. And then the next one is delivery optimization. So you can test all the other cool stuff that's inside the ad set level, which is optimized for conversions or maybe optimized for, you know, landing page views or for value or whatever it happens to be. You can do all kinds of different tests here. You can also split test audiences. So let's say you want to split test the Keith Krantz interest versus the Ryan Dice interest. You should have your own interest by now, I think, Keith. You can split test audiences and you can also split test placements. So even though Facebook does recommend that you do all placements, including audience network, we do have some cases where we do want to split test placements, mobile versus desktop, especially when we're doing retargeting ads, especially in like the deeper level dynamic product ads. So these are all variables that you can test. The point is, is that split testing forces you to test one variable at a time, which is really cool. So it keeps you on the straight and narrow and it's all done on the ad set level. So definitely check it out. So I think this is rolled out to just about every ad account and from what I can see. And as soon as you hit, you know, create new campaign, okay, you'll have a screen that will come up that'll ask you what your objective, what you want your objective to be. And in our case, we used website conversions or conversions. And then it asks you if you want to do a split test. And if you just check the little box that's on the bottom that says split test, it'll immediately then send you to the next screen where it shows you what variables you can test. So definitely check it out. So in our case, what we did is we force fed the split testing vehicle here by testing, which you can now do with creative testing and split testing, but the big big learning from this, Keith, was because it eliminates audience overlap, which is the issue that we talked about in the beginning of the show here. Our cost per acquisition is one third of what our cost per acquisition were in other campaigns. Wow. Like this, yeah, this is a serious improvement. So we typically in this particular customer account get about a $30 cost per acquisition which is perfectly acceptable for them and we've been scaling up you know to multiple six figures at that level but in using this split testing vehicle because it split tests all these different variables and shows those variables to only selected people in those audiences and does not show them or no no deduping no duplication no audience overlap we're really working with the algorithm facebook rewarded us with cost per acquisitions that were one-third that we're getting in other campaigns. So we're at, like, at the end of this test, we're at a $9 cost per acquisition, which is huge. Now, just to be clear,
1: this test specifically, because some of the new stuff that we were talking about a few minutes ago are kind of like the higher up, you know, in the campaign structure as I'm looking at it visually, you know, mm-hmm. split testing ad sets. This is specifically dynamic creative only, right? So just to be clear.
0: What we tested, we force fed it. We basically okay. tested you know five different ad sets with five different ad variations which is not necessarily the way to do it. You should probably split test like one audience versus another or maybe another, sure. maybe do three different variables.
1: Because we can do that now, yeah. Yeah,
0: you can do that now with split testing. Yeah. So what we found out is that, you know, we really wanted to test our creators because we've got our audiences dialed in. We've got sort of our optimization pretty well dialed in, but, you know, obviously we want to test it now because we've got this tool at our disposal. But what we found out is that, you know, which ad combination of copy, image, worked the best and now we have You know, Facebook actually tells you at the end of the split test, it stars them with a little sort of test tube in the upper left-hand corner, which is kind of cool. And uh, it says, this is going to be your winner. 58% of the time, if you do this again, this will be your winner. So split testing is very, very cool. Uh, It works alongside the algorithm. You're not fighting yourself or sort of jockeying for position or, or competing against yourself in your own ad campaign or on your own ad account to get that space in the news feed, or in the audience network or on the right hand column or on Instagram or whatever it happens to be really, really cool. So the pitfall, like I said before with split testing, is it's finite. So you can only test it for three to 14 days. At the end of 14 days, you then take your learnings and then create another campaign. You know, in our case we'll now take the best three ads with our best audiences and now probably start a campaign of a thousand dollars a day you know, in another campaign. So we'll take what we figured out and then launch another campaign using that learning. So it is a two-step process, which is one of the reasons why I don't like it quite as much as we like dynamic creative, which we'll get to
1: next. Yeah, and so he's going to $1,000 a day because now he has the data and he's working with the algorithm. The algorithm, if you can feed the algorithm data, you're, you're getting those at least 30 to 40 to that quote unquote magic number 50 that, that Facebook says they want per, per week per ad set. If you don't get to 50, you're going to be okay, but that doesn't mean you should have five or 10. But the point is, is if you're sending Facebook data, so like in this case, you guys are getting at least 40 or 50 or more conversions per week per ad set. And now... You've figured out which creatives are working best. You already know a lot of your audiences and which ones are best. So you're combining all those audiences into one ad set. So you're at a thousand dollars a day. Just give people a little behind the scenes of like how big is that audience? So people are not trying to do a thousand dollars a day on a on a two million person audience.
0: Yeah, good point. I mean, that audience is between, you know, anywhere between five and twenty million. So it's a yeah. huge, it's a massive audience. So it depends on which one here, but yeah, the only way that that works is that you have to be able to, you know, have the audience size, the potential reach that's large enough in order to afford something like a thousand dollars a day. Yes. I wouldn't recommend starting like your test at a thousand dollars a day. Like after we did here, you might want to maybe go a hundred bucks a day or whatever it happens to be. It's a proven funnel. It's a broad audience, consumer-based product. You've now proved it out. You now have proved that, okay, these ads work. This, you know, audience works. This bidding style works. So now that I have this data, I can create another campaign, which is maybe a larger budget. Like when we started this campaign, each one of our ad sets, I believe was like a $5 a day budget. It was really kind of small. We ended up spending in total about, you know, f- about $1,500. So it wasn't a huge, huge test but it gave us enough information so that we can now take what we learned and then scale this sucker up.
1: Let Facebook's superpower do its work. And remember, for those of you guys that are very, very black or white, very linear, like very scientific, love analyzing numbers, et cetera, et cetera, remember, if you're doing this testing phase and you find that you've got three ads that are fairly close and one of them is in third place, but it's still within your ceiling of you're being okay with that conversion cost, don't just turn it off. Remember, there's different people with different personality types that different ad creatives will resonate with. So if you just try to get it down to one or two, I think you're going to be doing yourself harm in the long run. But, you know, focus on finding those ones that perform best, but are still within your limits.
0: All right, so let's talk about dynamic creative. So as per usual with Facebook, they're constantly changing things inside the ads manager. And in fact, they're combining ads manager and power editor now, Keith too. So this is gonna be all kinds of changes. So you might be listening to this episode months from now, I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Because it looks completely different. Well, that's more reason to tune in each week to perpetual traffic to stay updated as to what's going on inside Facebook. But this one is really, really exciting. And it's now being combined with the split testing methodology that we had talked about prior. But what we did is we actually, if it depends on which ad account has this right now, you'll see it either at the ad set level as dynamic creative, which we just mentioned in our split testing part to the show, or you'll actually see it on the ad level, where it gives you variations of an ad, which you can actually test against each other ad. So same principle applies as split testing. There's no audience overlap. We don't like audience overlap. That's what works against the algorithm. But in both methodologies, they both work extremely well. So with dynamic creative, What we did is we did this from the ad level where we actually created, it actually asks you if you want to create different variations of a single ad that's going to a specific audience. So in our case, it was our best five lookalike audiences at 1%, you know, 25 plus. We knew this was like our best audience grouping very large audience, like Keith had mentioned before. The reason why you can scale a lot of this stuff up is because you need larger audiences. In this case, this is 6.4 million people. So an enormous audience for our type of product, which is actually, it's a physical product that they have to purchase for $600, Keith. I mean, it's like, this is a significant investment for this particular product. But anyway, so the ask is pretty big in the newsfeed to be able to convert to a $600 product. But this is the kind of stuff that we do, you know, using the methodologies that we talk about here on the podcast. But regardless, what we found is that when we could create a number of different variations of the same ad. So you can create up to, I believe it's 30 iterations of the same ad. We didn't quite do that. And the six different ways in which you can test is your creative. So your creative meaning video or image. Okay. In our case, we used five different videos. You can also split test your URL, which I don't know why you would test that too much, but because it has to be the URL you're sending the traffic to, you can do like the extension at the end if you want to. But in most cases, we just use the, you know, the root URL, the the.com. Uh, so we only tested one URL. We did test three different post texts. So the stuff they actually write in the ad itself.
1: I think they're bringing that from Google because Google, you have less room for copy, right? With AdWords, like search ads, I'm talking about like back in the PBC days. And so you would there's a lot of times where you could split test the actual URL yep. that people see. And so certain URLs and extensions build more trust than others. And so you'd sometimes see some huge gains. That's why they're doing that. Facebook, I don't think it's as big of a factor because there's so many other variables within it
0: yeah there's some more juicy variables I think to test here so I mean if you have to you know keep one just as one so you're not your mind doesn't explode um, I would probably just keep it with one URL which is what we chose here we did choose like three post text which is as I said before is uh, is sort of the body of the ad it's the stuff that you see right below the page and you know the page name inside the newsfeed. and then we split tested three different headlines so we could have done five if we wanted to but we figured we'd just do three we had three proven ones that we knew worked pretty well. Before And we have two descriptions. So description is what you sort of see below in the newsfeed, below that headline, which is like, um, you know, black bolded description is right below that. And then you can also test the calls to action button, which uh, we didn't test because we knew that, you know, we typically go with learn more, which is the one that we used in this case. So we had five videos, one URL, three post texts, three headlines, two descriptions, and one call to action button, which means that we had... 15 variables so you can actually do up to 30 variables you can do five of each one of these six variables if you really want to get super scientific we just chose the best ones that we knew were going to work but we did want to really test a number of new videos so in this case for this customer they have two or three videos that we've used consistently we threw those in we also put in two new ones and we figured that was the variable that we wanted to test the most so what we found is that dynamic creative, first off, is an awesome tool. And once you start to get data, you can really start to see which, relatively, combination of um, video, post text, headline works best. But what we found is because we were testing video as our sort of primary mechanism, we found that one particular video just shone above the rest. And the best part about this, Keith, was that because we are doing what we did inside split testing, which we had discussed earlier, because this eliminates audience overlap, which is the big, big learning from this, yep. our CPAs were about 50% lower. So crazy. we were acquiring customers for the, in the $200 range, and now we're acquiring them in the $100 range, which is crazy. So. You know, this is all cool, all split testing and figuring out what video, what copy, what headline works best. But at the end of the day, we're all about performance, right? And we want to deliver the best results to our customers. We find that this is one of the best ways to do it. And it's a remarkable difference between this campaign and other campaigns. So the one thing that I would say that Facebook really does need to improve is, like I said before, we tested 15 variations of ads. There isn't one that combination of those 15 variables that Facebook spits out and says, hey, here's your winner. What you have to do is you have to sort of scroll through your breakdowns inside Ads Manager because you've got a couple of different things that you can actually look at the performance of your ads. One is columns performance. Next one is breakdown. And the next one is sort of export. But if you go down your breakdown column, you can actually go to buy dynamic creative asset. And then you click on each one and you figure out which is working the best.
1: They don't spit out the winner, but you can find the winner, which is the key. Right? Yeah. It's like the old fashioned way, the way.
0: Yeah. So I'm sure the machine will eventually spit out the winner. But for right now, I mean, I think between split testing and dynamic creative, and it seems like they're kind of merging the two together with some of the changes that we saw this morning as we, you know, we started to broadcast the show here. The point is, is that these testing mechanisms now allow you to work within the confines of the algorithm and get you better results and get learning really quickly and really clean. So we're pretty psyched about this. So more to come on this stuff in future podcast episodes, but uh, we're pretty thrilled with these new changes inside the ads manager.
1: No, this is cool stuff. This is super cool stuff. And so there's a few screenshots that I think uh, Ralph's going to share with you in the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 137. Now, if you want to like get on and get your questions answered and stuff like that, you know, join our elite group at Dominate Web Media because we're rolling out a six-week build your perpetual traffic machine. Build your perpetual traffic flight plan is what it's officially called. I call it perpetual traffic leads and sales, but that kicks off like the week right after traffic and conversion. Um, but right now we're in the middle of a messenger boot camp, So we do webinars every week now. We just started this month, weekly webinars where we do hot seats and, and we go through this stuff. So if you want to like see us get in the ads manager and showing you this stuff, literally put dominatewebmedia.com forward slash elite and uh, we'll have that go towards the, either a, a webinar that explains everything or, or just to the sales page. But join us in there. We've got three levels you can join. It's I'm really stoked. A long time to figure out the best levels and all that stuff, and, and we've got it. So you you can get in there for two ninety seven a month or even ninety nine a month at, at this level, where you're getting massive access and, and access to this boot camp. So
0: yeah, this is big. This is cutting edge, like business changing kind of stuff that you can learn Dude. in those boot camps. I mean, serious. If you're serious about this kind of stuff, I mean, that's something that you definitely want to sign up for. And
1: it's the individualized attention that you're getting. That's the key. You know what I mean? It's the individual. That's what we're best at is looking at scenarios and saying, hey, your specific scenario, maybe you should have these budgets and this big of audiences as opposed to this client. And now, you know, when Ralph just mentioned, in case you missed the $600 thing that he kind of mentioned before that, because Ralph said that they made this change and went from $200 per conversion to 100. So it's costing them $100 to acquire that customer. But I just want you to repeat one more time what their what the cost of the product they're selling is
0: six hundred bucks. Yeah, and then I think they have a coupon code for something. It might be either four hundred or five hundred at some points, but yeah, six hundred. And this is off cold traffic. So, and then we've you know for this customer, and we'll be talking about this one at uh, Traffic and Conversion Summit on day one during my talk, in which we retarget them, you know, based upon their action, and then we also use dynamic product ads to bump up the ROI, the return on ad spend here to the point where it's at about three times. So they're spending a dollar to make $3 here, uh, which is pretty significant and, um, pretty good for businesses to know, especially in the e-commerce side of the equation. So we'll be talking about this more at traffic and conversion summit, but yeah, $600, you know, and a hundred dollars to acquire
1: boom shakalaka.
0: Yeah, pretty good. We want to scale this up because that's a pretty good return. So, um, you know, the dynamic creatives here have been huge and we're scaling them up as we speak. So ramp it up.
1: 100,000 a day. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Don't be overwhelmed. Remember, it's uh, action creates momentum. So just get in there and get into the ads manager and mess around. And by doing that, all of a sudden that momentum, it'll make you start to feel comfortable in there and it won't feel so overwhelming and join us in our groups and we can be there to support you as well. So see us at traffic and
0: conversion, come by the booth. I'll be there as well as I'm sure Molly will be hanging around. We will be doing a, a live podcast on the first day of traffic and conversion summit, which is the February 26th at 1130 sharp. We will be recording probably a number of podcast episodes, but at least one podcast episode with you, the listener as the star of the show. So bring your toughest question and uh, we're going to have probably Adam go out into the crowd and get people to ask their individual questions. Your, bring your toughest question with relation to traffic. Stump the PPT crew. <laughs> Stump us uh, as much as you possibly can. So I think between the three of us, we should be able to answer your question or you know your burning issue or some, the biggest problem that you're having right now with relation to traffic. And uh, come and be a part of the show. I mean, we're not going to be live, live, like broadcasting out to iTunes live, but we will be live and recording it live, and then it'll appear in, a, in a probably a number of episodes after that so show up at 11 30 you can be the star of uh, perpetual traffic and that will be really really cool we're looking forward to that and then also the great ryan dice will be appearing at the dominate web media booth ryan doesn't typically come down to the floor uh, so this is kind of a big deal we don't know what day so There's three days of Traffic and Conversion Summit, the 26th, 27th, 28th. Not sure what day Ryan will be there, but make sure that you're walking by the Dominate Web Media booth on a regular basis to make sure you don't miss it. We might leak it out earlier before next week, but for the meantime, we're pretty excited to have him on there
1: all seriousness though i mean it it is true it's tough ryan puts a ton of energy in the whole their you know executive team and all of their team he puts a ton of energy into the content you know and he's got a lot of different talks where he's either doing the talk or announcing somebody and it's like it's tough because if you go out into the main area as much as you want to say hey i gotta be at the next thing it's hard to do when you have people coming up to you just one quick question just one quick thing and and it really is tough and so true and that's why we are kind of excited to to have him you know come out and hang with us for a bit so dominate web media tier 11 digital marketer until next week talk to you soon see ya you've been listening to perpetual traffic with keith Krantz, molly Pittman, and ralph burns for more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast thank you for listening